Bill Simmons hosts the most downloaded sports podcast of all time with a rotating crew of celebrities, athletes, media staples, and a slew of other friends and family members who always happen to be available. Check out the Bill Simmons podcast on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Let me see that shot one more time. <laughs> Look at that. Now, let me take a picture. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Right His House on Ringer FC. Hope you're all safe and well. Today, we've got the one and only Bukayo Saka. He's going to be joining us from the England camp ahead of Sunday's final against Italy. We're going to talk a little bit about the semi-final and look ahead to the final. And my guests are Musa Kwonga and Jeanette Kwashi. How are you doing, guys? We're very well, good. very well. I'm in that place. I'm, I think I've mentioned it before. You know when Neo, when he's on the train, <laughs> in that train station where he couldn't go anywhere, he was in limbo. <laughs> I don't know whether to be happy or sad, am I ever, you know, because the game's come in Italy. So I'm very, very happy because England have finally got to a final. Yeah. And I'm very sad because Italy have been amazing coming into the final during the tournament and leading up to it. They've been magnificent. And, you know, we've kind of like got there. We've worked hard to get there. You're saying yeah, like, and yeah. I'm just feeling and why would you have to feel like this yeah. going into a final? It's, it's like anxious, anxious energy, right? It's like, a, yeah, anxious it's anxious energy. energy. Like, are you sleeping? Let's check in with you. Um, are you sleeping? Are you I eating? I woke up at 4.18 this morning. Oh, man. <laughs> woke up at 4.18 and you know what I've done? I watched the Loki, the Loki episode. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh it's so God. good. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched it because like, I, and the thing is, it's really weird because that, that, that always happens to me when I'm feeling a little bit anxious and nervous. Mm-hmm. I wake up really early. And it's quite cool today because like, you know what I mean? I had things to do and I didn't have to, I didn't have to get up and do anything, but like, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know where I am yeah. right now. <laughs> now until, until Sunday happens, I think everything will go back to normal on Monday, but I don't know where I am right now. Uh, will it go mm. back to normal on Monday? Will it? You'll be thinking know. about well, it. Whatever happens, 
whatever happens Monday, it's going to be, by the time Monday comes, we're going to, we're going to know something else. But yeah. the fact is, is that we've got to a semi-final 2018, we've got to a final 2021, whether it, we would have done it in 2020, if the pandemic didn't happen, it doesn't matter. We've got a team that's able to get to the latter stages of tournaments. I'm not now worried about us getting through group stages and stuff. I was only worried about the Scotland game because I didn't like that performance. But I think that we've got the kind of players that rise to the occasion now um, and know that they are ex- expected to get past court, mm. like in and around quarterfinals, semifinals stage. Who was it that had the prediction that that would happen, that would get to a semifinal for the Euro 2020 and then win the World Cup for 2022? Oh. Who said that? Was that in the group? No, no, no. Like a, an executive said it. Someone from the FA. It's bold. That's bold. It was bold. Oh, I'm going to look bold. for it. It was actually said when they were laying out all the plans in George's part. They said, this is When that. did they say it? Ages ago. Let me check. Let me check. I'm going to because check you have right to, now. You know, he might have been, do you think he would have been probably basing that Musa on the success of the younger players? Like I think so, Foden, yeah, the Youth World uh, Cup. Yeah. 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 The only reason I, I hesitate to say that stuff publicly is because, listen, you, Brazil are coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brazil are coming and the rest of the world is coming and people are coming at your neck and when you start saying these things listen it's very different you know like when you win the league right everyone you get everyone's best game mm-hmm. you win the Premier League title and all of a sudden it's like everyone's coming for your neck mm-hmm. yeah because they're all charged for you yeah if England if England win everyone's coming at the neck you know so I think it's I, I really appreciate the kind of the the under the, the sense of growth and the sense of like this is the progress you can make but you also need to be so careful saying that stuff publicly you need to be careful. Yeah. It was Greg Dyke in Greg 2013. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's a, that's a yeah. bold statement. Yeah. That's a big, yeah. a big it's bold statement. But look, I think there's a lot of people, there's some people with some, some pundits with some um, real, I told you so energy at the moment, mm-hmm. you know, saying some outlandish stuff. Mm. Um, to be honest, I heard, um, you know, and people say we, we can, we can blast through Spain and Italy. Stop it. And I'm thinking, whoa, 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 stop whoa, it, stop whoa it, bro. Stop it. You know what I mean? Because, you know what I mean? I know that there's some <coughs> credence in saying, well, if it happens, I told you so. But to have, to, to go into a, a game against Italy, Italy. This yes, Italy. Yes, I believe. Yeah. I believe that Chiellini and, and Bonucci, if you can get to them, it's probably where you can hurt them. To say that, for props is it's it's just for me. You don't need to say that so as in what? If it does happen, you say, well, yeah, but I, I knew that. There's nothing to base that on. Yeah. Nothing. Honestly, Moose, there's nothing yeah. for us, we, how we've played up to this point, to base it on that we could be, we could beat Italy and Spain how they've played. But like, yeah, we in a one-off game. But like the way we've played, we're gonna have to do a a, a lot more. To go to another level. Do you know yeah. what it is? Yeah. You were saying about Killini and Benucci, I want to get into that. So you look at that triangle, you've got Jorginho as the deepest line midfielder and then mm-hmm. Chiellini Benucci. Uh, ironically enough, we talk about pace and power. There's actually mm-hmm. not that much pace and power in that mm-hmm. segment. Mm-hmm. And you were talking, that's, that's the weakness. And we saw actually Spain with better finishing would, would have, have opened up that gap. And, that's, and they went down the middle, didn't yeah. they? They yeah. went down the throat. You see, Morata's goal yeah. was surprisingly easy. The one yes, where he, yes. he came yes. off, came off at Benucci or Chiellini. None of them went with him. No one from the midfield went with him mm. and right. when he turned he literally was able to run 10 15 yards play the one two go in it was gave him space. it was you know what it was ridiculously easy for it for italy side Jeanette. so who then who then is going to be who does for that? england for, he's going to be who's going to be key 
on Sunday then? Like when you when you look at the way Spain plays, it's the two it's the two attackers, the yeah. two wide attackers. Because if you if you look at them, if you look at like what Sterling did for the opening goal against Ukraine, mm-hmm. cut inside and then play the reverse pass, mm-hmm. like and, and into uh, Kane, it's that those spaces, those inside pockets, which Saka, Sancho, mm-hmm. and I would say Sterling. I'm not sure the mm-hmm. other ones will get a look in because I think I love the other players. But the reason why I think specifically Sterling, Sancho and Saka are so good above the other options, Grealish too is great. They combine so well. Mm. I think it's mm. why Rashford may not have seen so many games because Rashford's amazing. Mm. But his combination play, I love Rashford, but his combination yeah. play is not of the same level of, yeah. of like a Grealish. Yeah. 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 And Grealish, I, I thought Grealish was brilliant actually in the semi-final, Jeanette. I mm-hmm. thought that he broke ground really well. So I think, you know, we have precisely the players who are strong enough to exploit what I would say are their particular weaknesses. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear. Especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it you can work out in it. You can go outside, you can go shopping down in your local wherever and you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. I feel for Grealish because it was interesting. I didn't want to say it on um, on the telly because I, I, it, you, you need the time to be able to go into it. And, you know, him getting subbed and the way he took it was was magnanimous. It was fantastic. He says yeah. it's the team. It's all about the team and I'll take that. Because like we saw with many, many years ago with Ricky View in the FA Cup, he got substituted. It wasn't the same kind of scenario, but he got substituted, came back on the Thursday and scored one of the greatest goals we've ever seen in FA Cup history. You're hoping that that could happen for someone like Jack Grealish, but the fact that he took it so well because it's all about the team was really brilliant of him. And it makes me really even more confident in his progress and his progression and what he's going to go on to do. But I just believe that as a player, he's not used to, for me, Jeanette, from a young age, knowing what it's like to come off the bench and have to perform. Mm. He's always playing. You could see he's he's trying to get it going. Yeah. You have to say Gareth and his gangster move in taking him back off. Talking about a player that the fans were singing for. Mm. They adore him. A player, honestly, Jeanette, that the fans... When he started warming up, yeah, it was rapturous applause. When the the cameras cut to him, guys... Where we were, the noise, and it was like, come on, Grealish! And it was like, whoa, like... This is and crazy. Gareth, like Gareth knows, he must minutes. know it. He know Gareth but, knows it. No, Gareth don't business. And wow. like now, Gareth is doing what no England manager before has done for me. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what happened with Sir Alf Ramsey. Go on, Smooth. Are you going to say he takes off the favourites? He doesn't takes off the favourites. He yeah. doesn't care. He puts Trippier left left back when yes. he, he's doing what he's doing to the point where he's earned the right to do that. Of course. Yes. He's earned the right to do that. And what I'm saying with Jack, and it's something that I don't know, you know, I might, I might be totally wrong. It's simply because from a young age, he's always been the top always. of the class. 
So he doesn't know really what it's like to be on the bench and get your mind ready. I knew what that was like. I knew what it was like because going into the England squads when I went into them, I knew I weren't starting for a start unless Shearer's injured. And there's a couple of games I started. But in the main, I knew I weren't starting, but I know that I can make an impact from the bench. Mm. And that can be just as significant as starting this. But I want to pick that, I want to unpick that whole mm-hmm. golden boy thing because to me that's so interesting. Because I think that being an England manager, it's so easy to get caught up in, yeah, there is a glamour. That is still a glamorous job, the England management job. You know, Capello mm. wanted it. Ericsson wanted it. It's a yep. coveted job. And I think there's a kind of, and I think Sven Goran Ericsson, I think was maybe more victim of this than others. It's a seductive position and you want to be liked. You know, you want to be liked. It's a weird job to take because it's the job where you can be the most hated oh person in the goodness. country. But it's ironic that Southgate's become one of the most loved people by doing some of the most hated things. Mm-hmm. And that the lesson mm-hmm. he's shown people is you don't cater you don't cater to it yes, because so. even but even that like some balls even even yeah, but even level cannot, in a tournament you can't break yes. yeah. you can't you've break you've got to have balls to yeah. do it in a tournament bro God. but everyone that broke has gone out yeah everyone that broke has gone home everyone that did fan you know what it's like it's like when those um those those artists that come out and they're scared to play the new records they play the old material yeah because mm. they, they think that's what everyone wants to dance to yeah. but actually everyone wanted the new stuff yeah and Gareth is like we're going to give the new material. We're not going to give you four four two. We're going to give you like broken lines and wingers that cut in, and we're going to take off your favorite players. And you're like, oh! And then by the end of the set, you're like, oh my god, why are we into the old stuff? Yeah, it's crazy because when you when when I've heard him speak, Gareth Southgate, about how he feels when fans and everyone has got an opinion on on um, selections and squads, he says there is nobody who watches the players that I'm picking more than I do and my team does. And I thought to myself, that is so true. He spends entire weeks and days to the point where he actually said on this pod, he said, there are days where I have to take a couple of days off from watching football because it's starting to merge into one. I'm aware of how they are on the pitch. I'm aware of how they play in games. I watch videos and I'm like, it's so true. And we are basing our suggestions and opinions on what we think based on what we see week in, week out in the Premier League. That's just touching the surface. Do you know what I mean? This is a man with deep insight and deep Deep knowledge, communication, psychology into everything the players have to offer. And when you hear it, from that perspective, we know it, guys. We do know it. But when you hear yes. it, you're like, you know what? Let me just take a seat back because yes. he knows what he's talking mm. about. Like, we've just got to yeah. trust whatever selection he decides to make. It's mm. Especially when he's talking about seeing them in the canteen, like even yeah. asking, what I love about Southgate is he's, he's doing the extra level of homework. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when, when, when someone is, um, you know, when you go for a job interview, the attitude you should always have is, they're interviewing me, but I'm interviewing them yeah. for whether I fit. And I get yeah. the impression with Southgate, genuinely, it's like, people are interviewing the England team, whether this is an environment they want to be part of. And if they're interviewing the England team, that means the family is interviewing me too. So whenever I meet or interact with any member of Saka's crew, let's say that he meets Saka's cousin, and then two days later, oh, Saka's cousin's like, hey, Bukayo, like, Gareth talked to me for like 20 minutes just about my art project. What? Mm. And it's like those tiny, what I love about um, Gareth Southgate is, and Ryan's going to hate me for this, Ryan, Ryan's strength is Ryan always pays attention to the smallest details, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like Southgate, it's like the little details, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, details the Christmas guy. card, the Christmas card that arrives at the right time, the birthday card, like the tiny things that people don't mm. think of. And Southgate, what I love about this is it's the accumulation of a thousand small details. And it speaks a lot about the leadership, you know, this man, and I can't praise him enough. He's getting it right. 
it's the decency. Forget whether they win or not. Like, I, of mm. course I want England to win. Of course I do. But do you know what? To me, at some level, the reason I'm calm is like, I've seen enough from this team to be proud of what a good leader is. Yeah. yeah. And I haven't seen yeah. that for so long. Like I haven't, mm. and it sounds like a dramatic thing for me to, but it's like, you can look at, look, I, I live in Berlin now. I don't interact that much with it, but I'm like, to look at that country and be proud and be like, Gareth Southgate is every great teacher I remember that encouraged me to do better. He's every boss that I had that took me to one side and said, look, I know you're not enjoying this, but like, keep guy, at it. Yeah. He's the tutor, he's, he's the tutor at guy. uni that said to me when I was in my second year at law, you know what? I know that you're hating this right now, but just keep going. It's worth mm. it. Yeah. In the end. That, and that, he represents all of that. Yeah. That's why yeah. this is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, but yeah. can I, can I just say though, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You see all that calmness. We, we, we feel it. We can see it in his interviews whenever he's speaking. But then when on, when, when we beat Denmark the other night, oh my mm. goodness. When he roared at the crowd, I thought, look at that yeah. competitive animal that is in mm. this man. Like he'll do it. And then very quickly, just make a calm face. And I just thought it's in there and you need yeah. that fire and you need that spirit to be able to get to this elite playing of level of football to say, right, okay, we're here now. And it's anyone's once you're in the final it is anyone's like, you have to kind of see it that way. You can't go in and play yeah. for second place. And I, that's what they'll be thinking. I think the, um, when we saw him go to the crowd at the end of that Denmark game and, and roar like he did, that was, that was, um, that was a, a release. Mm. It, you, yeah. you could feel it was a release um, because he's had to make some decisions. And remember the decisions he's making, we're not hearing until, I don't know, a day, a couple of days afterwards, because we don't know. We're all waiting for the announcements to happen. But he's yeah. obviously, he's made those decisions maybe a week ago, you mm -hmm. know, even, even longer. So he's, he's living with them. He's living what's going to happen. He's living with the um, with what people are going to say, and these th these these are the reasons why I look back at what he's doing. And if you're not going to be able to go, be a manager and try to aspire to be the England manager, then don't be a manager mm. for me. If you're an English and and for me, that's probably how I have to look at it now. I do not believe that I can deal with what Gareth's had to deal with. It's and I, I know for a fact it's on a, on a, huge. on a daily basis, football management and what they have to do with my little, my one year dealing with like MK Dons with Carl Robertson at that level oh made me realize I cannot do this. I yeah. know I can't do this. And for him to be doing it at this level with, and, and, and holding in all those feelings and what's going to happen, what people are going to say. You know, the judges, the finger pointing and everything, yeah. <laughs> and he sticks by his guns. It's, uh, it's credit to him. It's credit to, to him that. because you know what he's done? He's done what I would love to be able to say to people. If you're going to fucking do it, do it on your terms. Mm -hmm. So if you fail, you fail on your terms. So if you're going to fail because you played Trippier on the bloody left and we got hammered, or you're going to play Jordan Pickford who had a poor season in people's eyes, um, and, but you're still going to pick him because you've got faith in him. Because like you said, Jeanette, I've seen him every day. I'm going to pick Raheem Sterling. Yes, Pep's got the ump with him for some reason. He's not playing in the latter stages of the season when but they he, needed a player. Of his He's not playing. I've seen enough. Mm -hmm. And then to deal with all that and still pick them. And then they come, come up with the goods. It, it must be, it must, when he puts his head on a pillar at night, <laughs> you know what I mean? It must be. So nice for him because I know Gareth. I know mm. Gareth since he was like 16. 
And you ask him, Gareth, how's everything going? We know what it's like with England managers, their kids, their wives, their families, what happens to their... He's got his son, he's got his, his daughter, he's got his, he's got his family. And he said, yeah, sometimes it's a bit hard on them. So you know it's hard on them. Yeah. Of course. But of you're course. not what you're doing and you do not know what they're really going through. On top of that, he's making decisions like you saw how everybody was when he picked that team, that first team. He's making those decisions and he's sticking by them. He's probably had those in his mind for a while, guys. And then when it comes and when it comes, when it comes off, I, I'm so proud because I'm so close. It's the same as how I feel with Saka. Yeah. Too close, maybe too close. Do you know, um, the interview that I'm referring to as well, he actually mentions you, right? He speaks about mm-hmm. when you guys were at Palace, when mm-hmm. you were young. And obviously he's like some quiet English boy that's come from Crawley. Yeah. He's walks into this yeah. dressing room and it's you and it's Mark Bright. And, it's and like, Andy Gray. Yeah, and he said Tony, that you man yeah. were giving him some stick, but he had, yeah, to, he he had to hold his own. And it's like, yeah. wow, it's those experiences as a young person that make you, especially in those yeah. kind of environments when you're not necessarily that used to being in and around those type of personalities. So being able to man manage this now, you can see that is years and years of in football experience and management experience has come to one perfect moment for this final. Mm. I and also the, don't think, can I, yeah, I always jump in. I don't think you can get too close to people like Saka and Southgate because you can, no, because look, look at the sheer number of people who have negative things to say about both of them, mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. they should play, whether they shouldn't, who they should, you need, and look, there are people who are going to come up with completely unfair conversations, narratives, and they need people in their corner mm-hmm. to remind people that how human they are, how much every pass matters, every tactical change matters. And the fact that actually sometimes better teams just beat you. I mean, you look at like, we'll talk about Italy in a moment, but yes. look at Spain. Spain were absolutely superb for long periods against Italy and they're at home. Yeah. And they will go home to a country of people, hopefully will be quite fair about it. But a lot of those people won't be like, oh, you scored five goals in two matches. You scored loads of goals. They'll be like, oh, the misses. They're like, well, yeah, yeah. As, instead of this was one of the best Spain teams I've seen yeah. mm-hmm. in a long time. Long and that time. is saying something considering, you know, considering, you know, what they've had in recent years. Yeah. yeah this was a special one. We've got to go, just move on to Italy quickly. Mm-hmm. They, they frightened me. Because yes. their their experience is in a place where I'm feeling like yeah, Benucci and Chiellini, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of experience. They've lost their best player for me, Spinazzola, unfortunately. Yes. But like they have got a work ethic, a technical ability, and finishing ability, which will cause anyone problems. And I'm hoping that we've got some form of plan for them. In in and 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 and, and when I say that, it's the way Spain attack them. If Spain were more ruthless, they could they could have probably they could have probably scored a few goals in the first half. Then we would have seen that what they're, what they're about. They would never give up Italy. Absolutely, would never give up. But I believe that you need to attack them right at the heart of where their weakness is, and I think that their weakness is their strength in Chiellini and Bonucci. Mm. And we saw that with that goal what Morata scored. When as soon as he came on, all the time I'm watching this game, Moose, I'm saying they need a focal point. They need somebody to attack these players. Somebody's going to pull off of them. And so Chiellini or Bonucci say, are we going in there? Is Jorginho going to pick him up? None of them did it. He turned, Harry Kane turns. He hasn't got the pace of Morata. But if he could turn him, you've got movement in front of him. That's when you are able to then 
cause those two guys a problem. Attack that problem. space, exactly. Attack that, that space. space. It, needs yes. to be, yes. it needs to be creative. We need to be ruthless in that. Yeah. We can't be We can't be sitting back and letting them ease into it. We've no. got to be ruthless in that. So you're saying, right, from the jump, you're saying like the first half, like we just have they, to let them know from yes, the first half. Yes, because what's going to happen is they're going to have a spelling We, I, I thought we started okay the other day, but then mm. we. it was almost like there's a boxing match where you start and you know you've got a knockout punch and you bam, 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 bam. And then Denmark kind of said, I know he's got a knockout punch, but I've kind of taken a lot of his punches there. Mm. And then did you see it when they started to grow in the game? Yeah. They were dangerous literally with every attack. Yes. Harry, Harry Maguire was getting pulled over to that mm-hmm. left side and him and John Stones got pulled in. Damsgaard then blasted through the midfield. I'm thinking, oh my God. What's happening? Oh my God, what's going on here? It's going to be really important to press the midfield. You know, like we're yes. not going to. Be, the thing is, the Spanish midfield, Spain's midfield, was supernatural, right? Yeah, too good. I love our midfield, but our midfield is not going to have that kind of dominance. No. What we do have is we're very good at positionally, and we're very good at pressing. Mount is going to be important. You know, whatever role he plays, Mason Mount. They should have put that man in the ice bath as soon as he came off. Yes, you know, because yes. that he's going to be essential. Mm-hmm. So the key is to be disruptive in central areas, not let them have too much time, and then really just keep cutting and. You saw you saw Sterling against Denmark. The first fifteen seconds of the game, he gets the ball and just like does oh, man, two men. It just goes bam. That's the energy we have to come mm. with. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried of- about Mount. If we're going to do the, um, is he going to match them up? Because if he's going to do the four-two-three-one, Mount already occupying that space. Yeah, I like but, that though. I like that because do you, do you like it? Yeah, because he's pressing. Because a lot. Look, it's. It's like the scraps that feed from the table. Like mm-hmm. uh, Mount presses and then some scraps will fall from the table in the final third. Yeah, It's not going to be a possession-based game. It's more like kind of counter-punching where Mount occupies the base of the midfield. Like Mount matching up against Jorginho as well, mm. who he knows from training. Yes, yes. That's ideal. And we remember that's brilliant. when Mount, we've seen a couple of times in the Premier League when the most advanced player or the second most advanced player presses the defence, the deep line player like Rodri Mm-hmm. Rodri never recovered from Jamie Vardy, right? Mm-hmm. And Jorginho has never fully recovered from the first time he got pressed in the Premier League. The first time, I can't remember the game it was, but um, I think it was even Spurs maybe. I think it was maybe... Yes, it was Mourinho. Yeah. It was, yes. Right, yes. 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 That's the energy. Yes. That is, yeah, that's the blueprint for how to play with and Jorginho. And then we saw, then all of a sudden everyone said, gee, yes. Wow. Because and remember, then, we were going on about, oh my God, Jorginho, oh, Jorginho. They, it was unbelievable because it they became a, it's a house party. It became a yes. house party in the back four. <laughs> and all That's of a sudden, it. everybody goes, oh my God. Hey, hey, everyone, hey. Here's the keys. Everybody else, here, bam, take the keys. That's it's, like, it's, like it's like Ferris Bueller. It's like Ferris Bueller. It's Ferris Bueller. What a Ferris Bueller. Mason Mount has to get, he's got to take the car. He's got to take the keys to the car. He's got to take the keys to the car, bro. But you know something? I'm um, I'm intrigued. Um, I'm anxious. Nervous. Excited, obviously. Anticipation is too much for me. Remember, like like people couldn't believe that I was three in 1966. Um, But like I said, yes, I was alive. And you know what? You know what's really ridiculous about people is that on ITV, I said to them, yeah, I remember it. I was free. And people were coming into the comments saying, Jesus, right? Yeah, do you remember that? I was three. I was joking. Do you know, when Jesus you said it, Christ. I laughed so hard. God I said, do you remember what? And I just thought, no, nah, exactly. he's got to be joking. <laughs> of course he's joking. But the thing is, is that I want to, I, I've always said, and I remember since I've been started, since I've done that first ITV in 1998, I think, because I got injured, got to tore my hamstring mm. against oh, Morocco. So I was out of that World Cup. And so that, it's funny because Glenn Holder wanted me to stay in the squad, stay amongst it, to be that guy. 
Mm. Um, I said, you know what? I can't. It's too close. Too to the, it's too painful. And so I'd done ITV and I remember, I, I, I just remember just feeling Jesus Christ, man. Hopefully I'll get one of these because this, this is where I, this is where I want to be. Mm. This is where I want to be. I want to be on this stage. This is why, you know, you, you, you see these guys now, you see Sterling, you see Saka, Greed, all those guys, you want them to have their moment. And I was thinking even the other day, I wonder who it's going to be. If I could, if I could, yeah, if I could pick someone and say, you know what, I want you to have the moment where you bring it on for the country. Yeah. It'd be Calvert-Lewin. Really? It'd be Calvert-Lewin because, yes, it would be Calvert-Lewin because of the way, the season he's had, Mm. the the problems he's had coming through people, when Lukaku left, oh, we've got to buy a centre forward. We have to find a centre forward. Oh God, we need a centre forward. We never replaced Lukaku. And then he's played, didn't score goals. And people say things about him like, yeah, but he's never going to score enough goals. Oh, he's right, awkward. Right. He doesn't. Listen, man came with it last season, got himself into this position, mm-hmm. and I do not believe that's for no, uh, no, for no reason at all. There is something for me written for that guy to be doing. I've, I, I feel that because if I was going into it, if I'm Calvert Lewin now in and around that squad, missed out on a couple of squads, not even being in the twenty-three, I'd be thinking. My time's coming. I feel like something's going to happen Something. for me. You've got, got to, to be ready for it. Can I say ready? this for Calvert-Lewin yeah. as well? I love that you mentioned him. Do you know why? Mm. Because I think Calvert-Lewin is the first centre forward I can remember at this level who became prolific. Mm. From not being, if you think about it, like we've not, when's, when normally as a striker, a striker starts his or her career like. Prolific. Yeah, and you, if they yeah. have, they have a, a Andy Cole, of, Andy Cole done the same when I saw him at Arsenal early like doors. Bristol trajectory. City, good point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good point. People yeah. said, people said when one. Andy Cole, when I went to Arsenal, remember Andy Cole was coming through with Kevin Campbell. Mm. When I went to there, I watched him in the tra- watched him training, scoring goals, and I thought, how the how the fuck is that guy not in, in and around it? You know what I mean? They said, yeah, he won't score more than twelve goals a season. That's what they said about Andy Cole, and look what he went and done. He went to Bristol. I remember he went to Fulham on loan first. Then he went to Bristol, came back. Then he went and signed for Bristol. And then he went to Newcastle. And yes. then, and that, and the rest, as they say. Is history. Is, no, no, no. They don't say it's history. <laughs> is rascal history. Rascal. <laughs> that is. You need a t-shirt. Can we just talk about I your t-shirt, it. please? Look at, uh, look right, look at this. Raheem. Raheem. God save Raheem. Raheem. That's what I would have done if it was my t-shirt. <laughs> God save Raheem. The fact this guy grew up near Wembley. It's crazy. Mm. Right. That's the energy in that. And like everything that he's done, the journey he's been on, like no one's taking the knee unless he first starts speaking out. Mm-hmm. He began mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. the way he was being treated. He was minding his own business and people came for him. He replied, and all of this mm. has grown from there. Yes. If you look at it, like, in, yeah. you know what Southgate's done, and I, I love Southgate, don't get me wrong, but the catalyst for all of this it's has Raheem. been Sterling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's, this, no one, none of this happens without him. It's beautiful. Mm. And I hope that he, <laughs> I hope he gets to tie the bow at the end. God, this Let's has made me so. feel really, I was actually all right. And now I just feel really nervous. I'm calmer, Jeanette. I'm calmer than ever. Look, the, blood, the, resting, the resting pulse is calm. It's calm. Right, guys, let's take a quick break. Then we're going to chat to Bakayo. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. 
It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier, thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on Cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on Cars.com. Saka, saka, saka! <laughs> can you see us? Yeah, I can see you. How Amazing. are you? How you doing, my brother? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. You know, you know, you're you're making me good. You're making us all good. Let me introduce Jeanette Kwashi in her Arsenal top to in in homage to you. And Musa. Musa Kwonga. Hello, Musa. How are you, my brother? I'm good, I'm good, man. Just feeling all the vibes from the nation. What's the vibes like? What's it like feeling the vibes from the nation, bro? It's just sick, man. You think you know in the camp, you know, we're winning, so everyone's already buzzing, but then when you go on social media and stuff like that, and even just for myself, when I'm seeing like all the memes and just all the love and stuff like that, <laughs> funny. Mm. Uh, Bukayo, how are your parents feeling? Really, because you must be making them feel so proud. Yeah, you said it. They're just very proud. And I think we'll get to see them after the game on Sunday. So obviously I haven't seen them for about six weeks. So I'm sure they're missing me and I miss them also. Yeah, man, it must be tough. Yeah. must be yeah. tough. You know, I was going to say to you, you're the youngest player to start a match for England at a semi-final stage in, a, in the latter stages of a major tournament, my friend. Mm. The youngest. Mm. You know, when you got into the squad, you know, people were saying, <laughs> yeah, but Bukayo, yeah, Bukayo Saka might get in. But was you ever worried about if you got into the squad or if you didn't get into the squad? What was you thinking leading in? Leading in, I knew how much um, quality was in the team. You know, I knew which position I wanted to play, which is attack. Um, and I know what the, the attack already has in this team. So obviously I wasn't hundred percent sure that I would I would make the squad. But wow. when I yeah, when I did make the squad, I was really happy and I just knew that, you know, I would get an opportunity and if I did get it, I would have to take it. But you know what? To be able to take that opportunity at your age and know that you're going in there and there's gonna be so many eyes, do you feel the pressure? Because we look at you and I swear to God, every time you step on the pitch, I'm mm. like, Jesus, please let this boy I'm nervous. smash this. I feel <laughs> so I'm always nervous. nervous. I'm, f- I'm so like, nervous. Do, do you feel that from people when they're like, bro, we need him to do well. Like we want him to do well so bad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, I think um, it's a balance, you know, because like, obviously there's not everyone that wants me to do well. Some people don't want me to play. Then there's other people that want me to play. But I try not to look at that. You know, for me, it's more to to think about the outcome in a positive way. So instead of thinking, you know, what if I don't play well? You know, it's more thinking, or oh, what if I score or what mm-hmm. if I assist? And then after that, you get this excitement in your body that you just want to go out and, and play. And at the end of the day, you know, it's a game of football, you know, so I can't, if I, obviously if I think too much about it, it will become something 
out of my control. So. Tell me how you're training. How you tra- are you are you going past people in training? Are you scoring in training? Are you feeling good? Who are you blasting past, oh man? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't be answering that question. <laughs> I put the quote in the group. Who was it, Moose? I put the quote in the group and they said they could kind of grab him up when he's going past. Trying him. to grab him up. Someone was saying that trying to stop him. Trippier was saying it. Yeah, you can't be doing that, to people. Why are you doing that? You're going on with badness. You're on smoke in training. Oh man, no, I try my best in training. I always give my all and yeah, I try to have fun as well. So You know what? Yeah. I gotta tell you as well, because before the tournament starts, and I'm I'm busting in on Moose because I know Moose will come in at some stage, but now it's good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm no, good. you know the thing is because I because we have to speak to Gareth, right? Actually, we spoke to him before the squad was announced. And you know, everybody he has to do like, I don't know, five minutes or something with with everybody. And you know what? I got on with him and I had I had about 10 questions for him and he came on and all he said was, Ian, tell me about Bukayo Saka. Yeah? That's, wow. that's, that's all he said. Tell me about him. He said, we absolutely adore him. And it's then when I, you know, it's really weird because like it was then when I said, oh my God, my guy's going to be involved and he's, my guy's going to be, my guy's going to be like a focal point, bro. <laughs> the way Gareth came in and I said, my God, what's Gareth like with you? Is he like your older brother or your dad? (laughs) 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 How did he talk to you? crazy today, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, man, because you get them banal questions from them reporters that just talking foolishness in your ears. I want to hear you say stuff. (laughs) Mm. It must be nice to feel. Yeah, it's good, it's good. You know, it's like a normal conversation now. Mm. But yeah, if I'm honest, Gareth has been really good with me. Everything that you're saying, you know, it shows in the way he treats me, the way he speaks to me, you know, so I, I really appreciate um, everything he's done for me. And most mm. importantly, you know, I'm here to, to play football and he's given me the opportunity to do that. Mm. So mm-hmm. that's probably the most thing I'm grateful about. How are you soaking this up? Because it looks like so much fun, but it's going to be over so mm. quick. Emma's going to be back to the clubs after this. And it's almost like, it looks like, like the, you know, when your mates will like hire out like a holiday home and everyone just goes, that's a great, it's a vibe, right? But how are you storing? Is it videos? Is it like, is there like, you know, what is it like a WhatsApp group? Everyone's just getting together, sharing memories and thoughts. What, how are you like capturing that? Um, for me, I'm, I'm more of a person that's like in the moment, you know, rather than capturing it. You know, other people take videos and we have like um, cameras around a lot of the time. So mm. they get a lot of clips and stuff like that. But for me, I'm a man like to enjoy the moment, be in the moment, you know, have fun with the lads, whatever we're doing and just, yeah, enjoy the, the vibes. And I haven't really soaked it all up, you know, because like I said, I'm just living it, you know what I mean? Who, who's, the, who's the main yeah. video guy? Who's the main, who is the one that's going to have that's all the that. footage? Like I saw Carl Walker the other, I saw Carl yeah. Walker the other day filming Connor Cody uh, watching Love Island, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you didn't expect that? No, man, I didn't expect that. Well, I, I know. Because, because I, you know, it's, it's, for a start, I didn't think that man would be settling down, getting ready to watch like, like Love Island, and then I'm thinking like Connor Cody's literally just come onto the gram, bro. <laughs> that's true. That's true. He's literally just come uh, yeah. on. He surprised a few people, but um, you know, what I was going to ask you as well. Um, just quick, Calvin Phillips, right? Because mm-hmm. you know what? When, once the game's finished, because it was a tough game for me the other day, especially when we went went a goal down, and then you came and brought the smoke. And then what happened was, is then, then in the end, we won the game. And then at the end of the game, with the, the singing and everything like that, mm. and Calvin Phillips said he, he, he didn't want to leave the pitch. What was it like at the end of the game with you guys realising we've gone to the final in England 
and Cam Phillips saying he don't want to leave the pitch. What was you like? I think I was the same, you know. I think when we won the game and we did the, obviously the lap around the pitch, clap the fans and then mm. at the end they put on Sweet Caroline and you know that song <laughs> Full World well from the Emirates. Time, Every you time know. we win, yes, three points at the Emirates. So yeah, it just man. brought me back those vibes, you know. I was just singing. You know, you can see your family waving at yeah. them in the crowd and they're just so proud of you. Everyone's buzzing. After just doing what we've done, you know, we're in a final and of course England hasn't been in the final for quite a long time so we know how much it means to the nation and mm. not just the people in the stadium you know the people all around the country you know at the pubs and stuff like that everyone's just buzzing so just having that feeling you know it was just it was a good time and I'm I'm same with Calvin I didn't want to leave the pitch either mm. he's feeling no. it it's a vibe yeah. it's a vibe man look at my it's t-shirt bro I got my um, hang on man my earpiece just came out wait oh, there look at look at the t-shirt look at it <laughs> one second <laughs> can you hear me again yeah. Yeah, yeah, look, my T-shirt. I got my Raheem T-shirt, bro. God save Raheem, bro. God save. <laughs> I got God save Raheem because I had my um, I had my Saka one on the balloon. You see my Saka one on the on the um yeah on the unicorn yeah on the unicorn. So I got God save Raheem. I'm gonna put it out. But the fact is, Raheem at the moment is on smoke, bro. What's he like in training? Nah, he's sharp, man. You can see it in the game. He's sharp and. Yeah, he just has a, a real hunger to, to mm. score goals. And that's why he's, I think, is he joint top scorer? Him and Harry? I think so, yeah. Because Harry's he just about, four yeah, now. I think it's four now. Yes, he's okay. got something yeah. to Raheem. God that he could get the golden boot. Do bro. you know, mm. Kai, when you see, when you're in and around Raheem and you see him in that kind of form, like, how does that mm. make everybody step up their game as well on the pitch in training? Yeah, 100%. Because, you know, obviously, as a winger in his position, you can see what he's doing. So, you know, you can see that it's possible to, to go and score. And you can see the moments he's living. You know, you can see through his celebrations, the emotions he's feeling. And obviously, as a player, you all want to feel that and score goals like him. So, mm. yeah, we all looked at him and said, yeah, we want to do the same. Mm. You know, I know you lot got, I know you got, you're going for dinner soon, innit? You're going for Um, Yeah, that's yeah. 7.30. Yeah, same. So what's it called? So you, I was gonna, I was gonna say, um, what you lot having for dinner, man? Because yeah, what do you eat? What you, what you having? Mm. We're having different stuff every night. You know, they try and change it up. Um, one day we had Jamaican jollof. No, there was no jollof. That's the only thing I've missed. You should ask the manager to bring in some jollof. Oh, no, nah, they need to bring, bring jollof. No, right, you should sort that out for us. Sort no, that out for but us. also, no, and you know Jalof is not, that's not performance enhancing, guys. What are you talking that about? That is performance enhancing. When the people was younger, I remember went to my, I went to my Nigerian <laughs> friend's house, <laughs> Adiwali, my friend Adiwali and Aditeo. We went to their house on a Sunday and we had Jalof, right, and some pounded yam. We played for about seven hours, man. I'm Why, you didn't fall asleep after that? That would be uh, sleep. Yeah, pounded jam puts you to sleep. That's <laughs> a pounded jam. But you know what? Jollof it's funny. I saw serious. Jollof, is, Jollof is serious. And the thing is, I saw somebody the other day because he's a Nigerian guy on Insta. He said his mum don't want a cake. Man made a Jollof cake, bro. That's so <laughs> <laughs> he just did a jollof rice cake. Oh, so what would you have? Just what well, you have? Pasta, some rice, and some stuff like that. Listen to me. I'm just yeah, trying to keep it as long rice. as I can. I know you got to go. <laughs> the rice, wraps, all of it. A lot of nice, it, man. Um, nice. Yeah, so we got a good chef here as well. So it's actually quite nice food. We were talking to Reese the other day. Reese James was telling us about the barbers that come as well. Reese turned up on this chat. The sh- the lineup Man, was so mad. Line in his I head, swear bro. he could have cut you with the lineup. The like, line was you know what it is? I have to get some more for this, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get yeah, man. 
They're here today. Are they here because I was going to say, bro, you're lying, man. I need to see more. <laughs> because Reese came on, right? And his line, his line was, his, oh it's looked God. like his line was done by a scientist, bro. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, I'm getting the two after this, man. Listen, listen, Makaya, I just want to wish you all the best. I can't, I listen. We're so proud I, of you. I'm so, I, yeah, I can't tell you, you know, to the fact that people are caning me out and saying, saying, ah, everything uh-huh. is right, Makaya Sacco. Yes, to Rascal. <laughs> everything is Makaya Sacco for me. He's saved my club up to this point and now he's carrying the country as well with my other brother. But the fact is, I just want you to continue doing what you're doing because everything you're doing is magnificent. You know what I mean? You're inspiring people. You're doing great stuff and you're doing it at an age where, you know, it's so inspiring. I can't tell you. So just keep doing what you're doing and I'll, hopefully I'll see you afterwards. Amazing. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Yeah. Nice one. Tell your parents I was asking for them. God bless you, bro. Yeah, yeah. God bless you, best, man. man. Much love. Right. God I'll bless. Speak to you again. I'll speak to you again. God bless. Bye. Bye. Let me see the shot one more time. <laughs> 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 Let's take a picture so you could look. Look at that. Yeah, let me take a picture. Take a picture. Hang on. Let me take a picture. For my Snapchat. Okay, yeah, take a picture so Raheem can see that man's repping him big. Look. look. <laughs> <laughs> God save Raheem, you know. God Look save his- Raheem, bro. <laughs> <laughs> save Raheem. Hey, this guy is the best. I'm going to show him Take it easy, man. I love you, man. I'll to you soon. Take care. Bye. 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 Guys, I'm going to have to leave you. It's my 10-year anniversary. I'm taking hey. my wife. Wow. Yes, I'm taking my wife. Congratulations. Huge achievement. Thank you very much. It is a huge achievement because yes, I don't know amazing. how she's lasted this long with me. <laughs> she loves I'm you. Hard work. She loves no, you. No, no, no. Yeah, she loves me, of course. Of course, but I'm hard work, Jeanette. I'm hard work. We're all hard work. We're exactly. all hard work. Exactly. You know, hopefully right. we're all working. Even harder work. I'm not even going to joke. <laughs> but you're worth it. Well, I'll see, I'll see you soon. Listen, see you man. Soon. Sunday. Sunday. I'll see you Sunday. We're going to be watching, praying, hoping, Whatever. everything, Gosh. wishing on a star, man. Let's do it. Thank you so much, Jeanette. <laughs> Moose, I love you. Jeanette, I love you. Much I'll love. see you soon. See ya. See ya God soon. bless. God bless. Okay, thanks to Bakayo. Thanks to Jeanette. Thanks to Musa. Listen, I don't know what to say. You know, Sunday is a massive day. I don't know what to say. I just wish us all the very best because I'm so excited about it and scared, anxious, everything everything that's happening everything what you're feeling so I just wish us all luck and we'll speak on the other side of it This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.